This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, July 1st, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. It is a discredited election, but one that gave Robert Mugabe another term in office in Zimbabwe. Marion Tupi, a policy analyst at the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity, says the Zimbabwean economy may leave Robert Mugabe in a more vulnerable position than ever before. Well, it's very easy for him to appear to be holding all the cards because he's got the guns and he's got an opposition movement in Zimbabwe which is determined to refrain from using violence in order to come to power. So you've got uh, an unfortunate situation here whereby the international community is obviously not prepared to intervene militarily. Domestically, there is a situation where uh, the opposition is not prepared to take up arms against Mugabe, and Mugabe is the only one who is prepared to shed blood in order to uh, stay in power. And so as a consequence, uh, there is very little that anyone can do uh, aside from trying to isolate the man and try to delegitimize his hold on power. I think that in the long run, uh, in the medium to long run, the real enemy of Mugabe will be the economy. Uh, the economy is in a tailspin. You have 80% unemployment, you have inflation which is reaching almost 3 million percent per month, you have um, a complete collapse of public services, and really the only people who retain um, salaries that they can live off are the members of the military and of the police, which is obviously how Mugabe wants to keep it, because without the support of the military and of the police, there is just no way that he can keep in office. And um, as the economy shrinks, and as the international community is not prepared to supply more aid to Mugabe, and as the private sector suffers, and as a consequence there isn't money generated by the domestic economy, uh, as a consequence uh, the pool of money that Mugabe has left in order to pay his army and the military is constantly declining, and soon uh, he will run out of uh, the financial resources to keep the military and the police on his, on his side. Now, African governments, especially those immediately surrounding Zimbabwe, have been for many years reluctant to be very uh, bold in making any pronouncements about his ineffective leadership. But just this week, Nelson Mandela has come as close as he's ever come to uh, damning uh, Robert Mugabe. That's exactly right. I I think it's a hopeful sign. For the first time, we have the uh, the African community, African states in general, and southern African states in particular condemning Mugabe. Who would have thought even a year ago that the Angolans, uh, which were the closest allies of Robert Mugabe, would be criticizing him? Mandela, as you say, uh, finally came out and after years of silence condemned Mugabe. And so uh, increasingly the the African head of state are looking at uh, Mugabe and they are seeing him as truly an illegitimate leader of the country. Increasingly, they are looking at uh, Morgan Swangarai as the man who is uh, really reflecting the the democratic wishes, the democratic desires of the people of Zimbabwe. And uh, hopefully, uh, Morgan Swangarai will get to eventually um, exercise uh, the role that uh, the people of Zimbabwe clearly envisage for him. 
everyone would prefer to believe that the reason that surrounding African governments are beginning to speak out negatively about Mugabe is because of uh, they've had enough and it's fine, it's a principled stance. But how much of it is being driven by the fact that refugees are flooding into these countries? I think that uh, has a huge part. I mean, the, the situation has deteriorated to a point where uh, surrounding countries are beginning to hurt. Uh, and not just in terms of um, uh, the refugees who are coming from Zimbabwe, but also in terms of uh, the economic impact uh, that this uh, crisis has. I mean, it, it's really putting the whole region in, in a bad light. Uh, who wants to invest a serious amount of money uh, in a part of the world where things like this are happening? More importantly, who wants to invest uh, money in part of the world where the leaders are not prepared to condemn uh, serious uh, humanitarian uh, crises and, and human rights abuses? So I think that they have realized that Mugabe, whatever his past um, liberation status has um, has become a liability, and the sooner he goes, the better. Marion Tupi is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You can watch full event videos at our website, cato.org.